group. This is the podcast, if you don't know, that feels a lot like teacher happy hour just in recorded form, where we joke around, have some fun, uh, talk to people about different stuff that's going on uh, over a couple of beers. You know, a little bit different than your usual teacher-related podcast. I guess we're kind of in the uh, an interesting, because uh, I don't know if you know this, but teachers have to kind of be prudes, and we kind of are the people that, not the only people, uh, but we're kind of challenging that uh, that stereotype, that expectation that we may have. Now, it's interesting I bring it up, the whole format of our show, because um, we're in an interesting time right now where, you know, we had to adapt to teaching during COVID and things like that. And we suddenly became these angels alongside other first responders and things, you know, because people realized how hard our job was because it was being done at home and they had to support their kids and technology. Like, you get the point. If you're, if you're a teacher, you understand this. And now more recently, we've had a senator. I think it was... Um, Oh, geez, who was it? Let me pull it up. Um, we've been, it, we were getting, we're getting backlash right now because we obviously have concerns about going back to the classroom. And, um, you know, everyone, after they get tired of something, they just pretend that it doesn't exist, including a pandemic. So uh, more recently, we've seen a lot of people, for example, uh, there was an article from ABC7, just, you know, on Facebook in the comments section that I was reading some people's thoughts. And it says, um, Justin, Chicago Teachers Union calls for remote learning in the fall. And uh, some jackass, some jagoff goes, maybe this should take a little pay reduction for not being in class or having to travel back and forth to school. Fuck you, man. Not only are we underpaid already, but that would apply if you took that logic to everyone that works from home. You fucking retired fuck. Now, am I angry about it? No. (laughs) Uh, Skipping uh, over a little bit, a lot of people are getting this hybrid slash remote learning thing. We got the plan for that on Friday where we're going to have kids in groups, kind of like in, they called it pods. I don't know why. Okay, whatever. And uh, they're basically saying that there will be, uh, some kids will be there on, like they'll be with their group and they'll be in school on like Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday for everyone across the board is a remote learning day. And then Thursday, Friday is the other group, or maybe they'll switch or whatever at a certain point. Um, Now, the reason that this is absurd um, is because we don't know how they're going to organize it. For a while there, we thought it'd be grade level, but I don't know about you, but I have a lot of seniors and juniors that did not pass necessarily. And so I had to take my freshman or sophomore classes over again, and then that screws the whole thing up. So hopefully it's not by grade level. Hopefully it's not alphabetical as well. And hopefully they find a way to make things even so that you don't have a class of like 44 and then a class of two, depending on the day. And um, for a while when we thought it was going to be by grade level, we weren't sure, well, how is that fair for the teachers that only teach the upperclassmen? Because for a while we thought, oh, they're going to only be remotely, and then the freshmen and sophomores are only going to be in person. And that's one possibility. I don't know if that's still going to be a thing. But anyways, the obvious issue is that's not equitable, um, especially if you teach across different grade levels, then you have to prepare for remote and in-person instruction, which is obviously a lot. Now, um, recently, uh, Senator Kennedy, I think, is what's coming to my mind, the Republican from, I can't remember... Ah, uh, he recently said, uh, anyone that opposes schools reopening over COVID concerns can kiss my ass. That's a public official, man. But also, if that's what you really think, you know, Senator, just fuck you. Um, now, obviously, it's problematic because we've got, you know, this guy with small dick energy trying to claim that uh, he knows everything and that we can experiment on our teachers and kids. Uh, no one's really asked the teachers, by the way, for much input. I haven't heard anything. But I was thinking about, imagine if I said something like that, you know, where I said, 
anyone, like if I were to respond by saying, anyone that opposes not reopening the schools can kiss my ass. Probably fired immediately and made an example of because I am not a white politician in the U.S. Which, to that, I would say, anyone that does right now and is anti-teacher, without understanding the full scope of what we have to do, can truly kiss my ass. Now, this is more aggressive than a usual episode for me, but I think the times call for it. Now, the senator, as I pull up the article, um, <clears throat> hopefully my iPad doesn't give you too much interference. Can you tell why I didn't feel like doing a video episode for this one? Which, by the way, I'm exhausted because we've been coaching during the pandemic. We have a lot of different restrictions and things like that to keep everybody safe. And it's a whole lot of work. And we still have plenty of things where we're like, oh, that's a fuck up. So can't wait to be shut down. It's likely going to happen. Um, who is the senator, though? Because all the unions, by the way, are against it. Ah, John Kennedy, Republican from Louisiana. That's who it is. Neighbor upstairs. Great. Um, so all these teachers and educators, and as if that's two different things, uh, and the unions themselves are saying, hey, we're, uh, this isn't safe. Why are we, te- why are we um, who was the, the governor of New York? He said, we're not going to use our kids as test subjects. Now, <laughs> so everyone keeps, keeps claiming that this, there, he even says, Kennedy says, There are some people who want to keep our schools closed because they think it gives them a political advantage. What political advantage? None of us want to run for office. Okay? We don't have any favors. They are using our kids as political pawns. Well, what the fuck are you doing? To them, I say unashamedly that they can kiss my ass, he said. What a hero you are. By the way, was this a remote meeting that you had? An interview? Was this a session of, you know, Congress? Hmm? Like that meme? Where it's like, oh, you want the schools to go, uh, the politicians are saying, oh, we want the schools to be in person. You first, motherfucker. You first. Now, these whole good faith disagree. Fuck you. Um, there was <laughs> this aggressive episode. Sorry. Um, now, of course, we already know that Betsy DeVos is a piece of shit, as you heard me kind of go into a little bit. I think I, think I was a little bit less brash in the last episode. But uh, I decided, you know, let's just see what, because I've tagged her in a few things, not that I ever, ever expect her to read this stuff, but her political propaganda bullshit, the, this post from, I don't have a date on this, it doesn't matter, who gives a shit? It's a picture of her about like the worst resting face ever. Education is an essential function. Schools are essential, teachers are essential, kids have to get back in school. But she said in a previous post that teachers and students have proven That learning can happen anywhere. So, what's it going to be? Teachers and families are proving that learning can and does happen anywhere. So why the fuck does it make a difference to you if we're doing it the safe way, remotely, or in the building? And you know what? You want to cut all of the funding to public schools anyway. Hey, if we're doing things at home more, you don't have to pay the electric bill. Not that you pay it because you pretty much cut our budget to fucking nothing. Um, and I will say some teachers are being asked to sign, uh, like death waivers. Uh, they have to have a, uh, a working will in the event of their death and they have to have a template in case one of their kids dies and they, the teacher as the first person on the front lines has to explain it to the other kids in the class, the other students in the school and the parents who don't know what the fuck is going on. Wow. What a time we live in. So these whole, uh, you know, keyboard warriors that are 
taking us like we go. I knew I claimed this would happen. I, you can go back. I don't know what episode, but all this teacher appreciation and all that shit because of COVID and distance learning and uh, everyone was like, oh, my God, we need to we don't appreciate teach. It has swung back the other direction, but the extreme version. We all knew it was going to happen, but I didn't think it would be this bad, to be honest with you. So all these keyboard warriors who I'm not going to, you know, that's not worth my time. They're really going to town. Now, I'm in a few Facebook groups on my personal Facebook page about the safe reopening, and it's getting a little heated, I guess, for some people because, you know, it's hard not to get emotional when you're being called out when really it's just people are, people are okay with putting teachers in charge of these kids without any protective equipment and things like that. My iPad froze. Great timing. Um, hasn't frozen ever, and suddenly it is now. But uh, it's getting a little bit heated in there because it's hard not to be emotional because it's a very personal issue. Um, so like I'm seeing this article right now, like Madison Teachers Union demands fully virtual start to the school year. We've already seemingly lost that one, but they did say that they could change their decision all the way up to late August. For context, my district starts in early September. Um, <clears throat> now a lot of, there's an article from the Trib saying that schools aren't reopening in the fall. Time to admit it and focus on making e-learning better. That sounds more ideal. We're not doing that. We're just pretending like it's going to be okay. Um, our rooms and schools themselves, they were cleaned, I think, kind of adequately, but we'll see if they're going to do it again. We kind of have enough supplies to take care of the, like the handful of kids that we get, uh, every single day for football. But now imagine this on a larger scale when we've got a full classroom and then full classrooms every single day. Um, <clears throat> oh, DeVos, let's hear from her. Do you have a plan? Keep repeating that. Answer the question. Not yeah, this sounds about you. right. Schools must reopen in the fall, she says. We know that, but she doesn't have a legit... But she's saying that the CDC guidelines are meant to be flexible. You're not part of the CDC. You might have maimed the, C the CDC, but you don't fucking speak for them. Now... <clears throat> oh, and the Iowa governor, great. He overrode the schools and is requiring in-person classes, so they're going to have a strike on their hands. Um, obviously, the GOP senator kissed my ass. Teaching online truly does suck, by the way. I said that in the past. You think we want to do this from home? No. But do you think we want to be at risk for coronavirus? Especially if you have, you know, a school where they don't abide by rules necessarily very well or young kids that don't understand or know any better. No matter how many cutesy little songs and cartoons you come up with. You think it's going to go well? So literally, the, the, the margin for error should be zero. But I feel like in their head, like when we say our attendance goal every year, we say our goal is 90% or above. But then like secretly there's a meeting where they're like, well, really it's 85, but just, you know, don't tell them. But like if we aim higher, then we'll, you know, we'll land amongst the shit. And uh, I feel like they're saying, as the lawmakers, they're like, well, really we're going to say, you know, the cost of lives that we're going to find acceptable is zero for teachers and students. But really it's probably about 1.2 million or something like that. Because that's not that many of them. You know, people are, they're lining up. They're, they're ready to be treated like shit. It's getting to the point. I don't know about you where I'm already thinking about life after teaching. And we're barely starting year four pretty soon for me. Um, <clears throat> despite the fact that, and I'm seeing, by the way, all of these like affluent neighborhood schools, like um, Evanston High School, for example, they're saying that they will not start in-person classes. Yes, this all makes sense. So, I don't know. This was kind of like a, a little look into my thoughts generally of what's going on. Uh, I'm already 
a little bit. My, my temperature, because we have to be screened every single day, my temperature went up by like 0.2 uh, consistently every single day. So like by Friday, it was 99.1. I was like, oh, here we go. Because uh, I think we, if we're above 100 or 101 or something like that, and I'm like, this isn't good. Maybe it's already getting to me. Um, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about it. Especially because I had gotten a haircut to help with, um, you know, some external uh, sweating body because we're out there all day uh, practicing for football. But, um, which by the way, with the way my haircut was and the way that the person, because when they style your hair, it's never the same way that you want to style it because it's not you, obviously, and you have your own personal touch, your own body. But she made me look like Gumby because of the way that my hair was angled because I've got the, you know, the buzz sides and then the top head. But it looked like Gumby head and that's okay. Um, maybe, you know, when I die and then the mortician does my hair before, you know, I get cremated or whatever, they'll give me Gumby head too because I die because I didn't have uh, uh, the full precautions and PPE that I needed for uh, coronavirus and teaching during it. Can't wait. Thank you so much, Senator. <laughs> Fuck you. That's a good way to end it, right? Um, no, we won't end it that way. But if you haven't uh, already, uh, check out that Patreon if you want that bonus content. There's bonus episodes. There's behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, little video stuff that is uh, in addition to what you can see elsewhere. Uh, it's exclusive for Patreon, but also the shot glasses and the koozies that have the Classroom Brew logo. Uh, you can send me a selfie. I will feature you on our Instagram or wherever you want me to feature you. Uh, but that is patreon.com slash classroombrew. There is a 2 4 and $7 tier. There's also an absurd tier that's a joke, and if you don't listen and you actually do that somehow, oh my God, we've got to talk about your reading comprehension. Anyways, um, we do also have coming up the student series, Quantity of One. Uh, you'll be able to check that out. Uh, I think it's next week that we're going to drop it. Uh, really just got behind with editing, because as you know, with solo episodes, I can just let it fly, and then it's good. But um, if you know if a student accidentally says like a school name or a student's name and stuff like that, I make sure I... I take it out or make sure that there's no way that they can be identified because obviously there's some privacy concerns there, but you get the point. Student series coming soon. Uh, it is only one this year. Uh, I am planning on having on a couple teachers because we have the studio at the school. So those will be non-alcoholic episodes as well as the student series that's non-alcoholic, but those are coming up on the horizon. So I guess we'll end it on that instead of going to end the episode while talking about the senators and dipshits um, that seem to be very anti-teacher right now. So I uh, hope you guys are doing well, having a good summer, not stressing out too much. Hopefully I didn't add too much stress. Uh, I'm hoping it was cathartic that you heard you heard me go off. Um, if you do have some thoughts on this or you have any insights or anything that you want to share, um, I love hearing from people like I heard from Mallory, I heard from Lish. Everybody's kind of telling me what's going on. Um, my buddy Brian, he's like people that are teaching, people that are not teaching, but kind of hear stuff. Even my brother-in-law told me like a little bit of insight of what he's hearing. Uh, he's not a teacher. Um, neither of them are, but... Um, yeah, le- uh, send me an email, classroombrew at gmail.com, or you can DM me, uh, or even comment if you want. It's up to you. Uh, it's at classroombrew on all the social medias. You can check us out on TikTok, at classroombrew as well. Uh, you can see all the different stuff that we're posting on there. It's not just stuff that are highlight clips from Instagram and YouTube. It's additional stuff for TikTok. We're giving it a shot. We're going to see how it goes, and then uh, probably give up at a certain point. Uh, but that's TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, at classroombrew. And then send me an email, classroombrew at gmail.com. So thank you guys so much. Aggressive episode this time. We're getting a little more abrasive as things get tough. Um, but you know what? If, if they want to if they wanna call us to task, we'll, we'll fucking play the same way that they're going to play. So Senator Kennedy, all those keyboard warrior parents, class dismissed.